This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Good morning. This is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. I'm not Frank Skinner. I'm Emily Dean. I'm in Frank's chair this week because he's away. He's experimenting with doing three days a week as Chancellor of the Exchequer. (laughs) So we'll let you know how that works out. While he's exchequering, um, I'm joined by two very lovely boys, Alan Cochran. Morning. Uh, oh, I quite like that. It was a bit like we'd had an ill-advised one-night stand. <laughs> morning. And Gareth Richards. Good morning. Squeaky chaired Gareth <laughs> Richards. How are you, boys? Very good. Oh, my chest rolls <laughs> too. Why are you both squeaking? We can't move a muscle. You, you know why that is? <laughs> I'm just experimenting with jingles because oh, I can. Good. You can text the show on 812.15. I didn't do the business. Big Daddy will never forgive me. Oh, yeah. You can... He's too busy counting all the coffers now. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So I've got a couple of... I've got so much to talk to you about. We can either talk about... Would you like to kick off with my dog? Because uh-huh. I did... I bought a dog. A dog oh, arrived. How yeah. exciting. Or we can talk about my driver. <laughs> my just dog the, or my driver? Just the D's. At yeah, the start I sound of the like show. Paris Hilton at this point. This isn't a regular driver. This is a guy who picked me up. That sounds worse, but you know what I mean. Um, Alan Cochran, you oh, choose. Well, I'm not that decisive. I'm, uh, Gareth, dog, you're. I want to hear about the oh, dog. Okay, first. let's do dog. Oh, he likes the, the dog. Okay, the dog, then the driver. Well, I bought a little Shih Tzu. Will I say that? My heart stopped for a moment there. From now on, are we going to call it Puppy? Ow! Obviously, I, th- I, th- I was going to go comedy breed. I, I mean, think give, very... him a, give him a chance, see how he turns out. <laughs> yeah. It was very important to me that the name would inspire laughter, which it does, mm. it seems to. It He's called did. Ray. I'm quite in love with him. Um, and 11 weeks and no, he doesn't sleep in the bed. Because this is what everyone asks all the time, and those mm. are the two answers to the questions. How but, old is he? Been 11 yes. weeks. Yes. Not how long have you had him? No. You've had him a he's week. A, he's 11 weeks old and he doesn't sleep in the bed. He's in a puppy playpen, which right. is, I've bought quite a fashionable one. My friend said it looks like. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm, the I'm not saying it's rose gold, but. <laughs> Nearly. Yeah, there's a lot of sheepskin. Wow. It's so cute though, and I am I am completely in love with him, but I have newfound respect for you people that have children because it's a lot of work, isn't it, <laughs> looking after another um. being. <laughs> it is, although I think um children when they arrive are less mobile. Oh really? Is your, is the, the They're more like is, slugs or something. Yeah, <laughs> it does like they don't yeah, they scamper are... so much straight away. Okay. Marginally so you probably I think you've probably got more work going on I mean I know that's controversial to say that is I'm surprised (laughs) at this tack that you've taken it's good how's the feeding going so I don't know the differences I find Gareth to be the exception to the rule here which is that I find people with children being finding them being compared to the care of a dog why because what I would say well they need to get over themselves firstly my my problem is secondly to be fair I have no memory of my children being younger than two I've just blocked it all out have you right so make of that what you will yes that's true I mean people have said to me you're right Al people have said look they don't they don't communicate with you there is a difference here and I suppose they won't care for you when you're older but the other thing is about the dog train it well 
I know, but they won't turn around to me when I'm 16 and ask for money and swear at me. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends how well I train him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it is, it's, is it a bit like going out with a really good-looking man? Because you get all this attention when you go out and everyone's like, oh, isn't he amazing? Oh, he's so gorgeous. And then you have to go home and then he goes to the bathroom on the bedroom floor <laughs> and falls asleep. That's my life right now. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the dog. So my little shih tzu. Puppy. Yes. <laughs> I, I love him, Al. Um, that's nice, yeah. Is he, is he tiny, isn't he? I mean, he's not going to get much bigger than... Oh, no, he will grow. Will he? Yeah, he will grow. He's got three growing spurts, I believe. Is that at the, right? Yes. At, the, at the moment, you can't see him with a naked eye. No, that's right. <laughs> you have to have dog. a magnifying system as part of the rose gold. Yeah, you, you haven't got a brown rug, playpen. have you? No, <laughs> no, I've intentionally not got a brown rug. Yeah. However, the only thing that's concerning me, and I don't want to abuse the show while Frank's away for my own means, but I will. Uh-oh. This is a shout out to all my friends and family and those who love me. Please don't buy me a load of dog stuff. That's I mean, I love anyway. the dogs, but you know, it's like when people take up the piano and they start getting, they get a treble clef key ring for Christmas <laughs> yeah, yeah. or a piano key tie. Oh, you're the, the piano tie. person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, actually, yeah. I mean, I can imagine, Al, I was going to say, now that you do the grappling, mm-hmm. I bet you get a load of grappling-based products, but I've just realised you received one this morning. Would I you did. like to I, share? I got my new gum shield with the cockerel written across <laughs> it in gold, <laughs> just so that I can't go to clubs with any real anonymity now. Um, but Who yes, got you that? The show, this radio show, indeed. For my Correct, Amanda. Thank you, thank you, everyone. And we've all punched you in the face this exactly. morning. It's, it's a <laughs> celebration. Working well, a treat. Don't say that. The uh, the listenership might think, oh yeah, I'll have a go at that. That sounds great. There will be a queue at Golden Square by brunch time. I mean, I for one would. I would like to share an image with you if you feel comfortable. See how you feel this morning. But I think you look pretty sinister, and. Um, not a little bit alluring with that gum shield on. That's so. what I'm going for. Yeah, not, yeah. not a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. Not, not even not a, little a little bit. bit. So I, I was thinking that the, the word puppy often precedes fat, but the dog's like a little slip of a thing, isn't it, currently? It's not going to become a oh, fat dog. This is a good point. People say puppy fat, don't they? They do say puppy fat, but I think it's, uh, I think it's wrong. Well, I tell you what... Not all puppies be fat. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, I like this. I like this new character development. But, Al, I tell you, they also, they do go through a stage called the Uglies, I believe. The Puppy Uglies. Do they? Yes. Mine hasn't got to that yet, so... Um, I'm still in my face. Well, I'm just, let's say, let's just hope he makes the grace. <laughs> yeah. No, no, of course. I will I will tolerate him however he ends up looking. Have you already missed the Puppy Uglies? <laughs> this is just like having children. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's already had the puppy uglies and before he got to you? Or How dare you, Alan? <laughs> no. Alan has met the dog already. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, I hope so. Yeah, maybe he's gone through that difficult stage. It would be weird if he suddenly had them at like six months when he's like a little dog really I don't know how long is it a puppy for what's the what's the time well, if span? any of our readers know how long one is the a puppy text for I mean humans text are children in on 8, 12, for like 15. 16 years aren't they <laughs> um, I'm not sure yeah, when th- does he stop being a puppy <laughs> I mean that's the question we can't answer yeah already. 
I suspect I'm going just for a year old, just because that feels like a nice oh. round number. Mm. Okay. Well, human years, dog years. So if it was 16 for people, that's like two and a half dog years, is it? Aladdin? Yes. (laughs) Alan's got a calculator out. Back of the envelope. There we go. go. He's always got a calculator out. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Uh, Emily right? Dean on 8-12-15 Gareth, Brilliant. that's a jingle Maybe you could put a little tune to it Okay Have a, maybe workshop that I'll While we're on violin. air Meanwhile, <laughs> I want to talk to you about this guy who picked me up Well, a driver he was <laughs> Called Florian Keep it daytime Yeah, <laughs> I will story. I won't do absolute radio nights Frank's going to show nights My driver called Florian Which I think is a really beautiful name Nice mm. He was Romanian and I'd ordered this car to go and meet my dining companion and I got chatting to the driver. It's a bit of a story like Dorothy Parker telling it or something. <laughs> dining companion? Yeah, and we were going Love to meet it. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to protect the names of the, of the not-so-innocent. Um, he was quite a philosophical chap, Florian, which okay. I, I like in a driver. And Although with a driver, you don't want him <laughs> also always to be Florian in it. That, I see. Look, you see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. I see too. He made made a joke. Yeah, no, I saw it. I saw it. It happened. (laughs) (laughs) I just say Alan saying, I see, was the most devastating (laughs) response to a joke I've ever had. (laughs) (laughs) What's the most devastating response to a joke you've had? Text in on 812. I once saw a comic comic who will remain nameless. Dying at a gig, like really going badly, told a very good joke, <laughs> and an audience member went, Too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that is a sick burn. It's excellent. So, Florian, I really liked the measure of Florian. We talked about, he had, um, I'm. I'm struggling because this is going to make me sound a bit entitled, but we both had <laughs> Benzes, it turned out. That ship has sailed. Yeah. No, Go ahead. We, we talked about them, and he said... Um, I'm going to do an accent. Is that OK, Charlie, mm, producer? Yeah. Are you OK with that? OK. Which one? But Florian It's Romanian. Like it's How does everyone yeah, yeah. feel about this? If you've got <laughs> yeah, any go concerns, text in on 8.12.15 and I'll stop. He said, uh, what do you drive? <laughs> I said, oh, Mercedes. You mean, yeah, me too. I said, yeah, I know, I'm in the car. <laughs> he says, nice car, good car. I said, yeah, it's a great car. The reviews are in. <laughs> he said, something extraordinary to me then. He said, I tell you what, Emily, if you take care of your car, she's going to take care of you. Oh, wow. I mean, that's not that's not actually true, is it? Until we've got... <laughs> <laughs> so we've got full artificial intelligence where the car can look after. I mean, look, it'll just... I'm not sure she's going to arrange for my care home, the car. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, apart from his slightly old world order use of the word she for the vehicle, <laughs> um, other genders are available, Florian. Well, you know, I think it's a one area. <laughs> the machines. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel... I think that's true. In some ways, you could apply that to a lot of areas of your life. The producer, Charlie, I'd take care of her. She'd go and take care of me. That's right. Yeah. Mm. But mostly, she takes care of you. <laughs> I mean, there are <laughs> there are avenues of life where it doesn't work, you know. My eyebrows, I take care of them. 
they do absolutely nothing back for me. Just nothing. I'm getting nothing yeah. back from my eyebrows. I mean, it is how it works with, with parents. It works like that. <laughs> oh, no, that's, they take care of you. You take care of them. That's the money. <laughs> you take care of your money. She gone take care of you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like... Yeah, all right. I like the cut of his gym. Do you? Fair enough. Does it, I mean, it doesn't work for everything. I, and I understand about the eyebrows, which I think is an absolutely brilliant observation. My my problem with him is that he's given me a flashback. I once got pulled over on a um, on a Vespa 125 in the central London area by a, quite an aggressive traffic cop with a Scottish accent. And my back tyre was... I'm Scottish, so he's allowed to say that. My back tyre was a little bit flat, and I hadn't been riding... Uh, the Vespa for very long and he said uh, you've not been riding motorcycles for very long Mr Cochran let me give you a piece of advice look after your tyres and your tyres will look after you and I hated him from that moment on whereas you've taken it in a much more positive way those guys can get together on the radio. so we've had a tweet in from um, Hayley and it's to Frank on the radio. Love Room 101. You have me in stitches every week. <laughs> so oh. she's clearly listening closely this morning. <laughs> 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 Well, we Thank don't you, normally accept praise. We'll pass it on. We will we'll pass, pass it on. on. Yeah. I mean, what's Frank going to say? The show's gone to pieces. We're accepting praise. Oh, yeah, he I'm doesn't like that. Uh, no, having said that, he's I think... He's not here. He's not here. Yeah. Point, so yeah. we'll store it up and we'll pass it on to apply rules, then show up, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if he if he well, any more praise for Frank, we will read it out today. <laughs> read it out. I'm concerned about the way that I think he might like <laughs> the praise hour. That yeah. can be nine till ten. The praise hour for Frank on Absolute Radio. The reason I like Frank, well, I mean, I could do I could do three hours of praise for Frank. There you go. Um, excuse well, me, Gareth. Mm-hmm. Well, don't vomit, Sorry. because you just said, which was rather embarrassing, you said, um, we've had a tweet in. <laughs> I like is, to at least not... make it look as though we're inundated with correspondence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yet another. Just one, put in one of the... Yeah, yeah. Yet we've had another. yet another tweet. Exactly, mm, Alan. I always do that, yeah. Now, but meanwhile, <laughs> yes. I'm in the bends with Florian. Oh, I, I love this. I love the fact that drivers are now wise creatures, giving you little bits of... It used to be they were just racist, and now they've <laughs> sort of moved on to sort of stoicism, and it's it's a wonderful world, isn't it? This is progress. Well, I feel felt I learned a lot from Florian, and, I mean, it was quite mafia-sounding advice. Right. You take care of her, she take care of you. Hmm. And we've already established, Alan, not that practical. Right. However, he wasn't done. We saw, we inched forward in the traffic. There were some drunks staggering around, as they tend to. And he said, they're going to have a long night. (laughs) I said, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I said, I think they're drunk already. And Florian said, if they like it, they choose it. Mm. Now, I'm not so convinced about that one. And then did he go... (laughs) Until it starts to choose them. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't go that meta on me. Are all of his arguments about you, you pick a thing and then it picks you? Is that, is that how it goes? I, I grant you, it's quite a basic structure he has for his philosophy. Good though. However, he, he then went on to say something which I did see some truth in this. We were talking about after he'd said if they like it, they choose it, which, as I say, I was less convinced by that. 
I wouldn't put that on the cover of his forthcoming Wit and Wisdom of Florian book <laughs> available at Amazon. But then he said, when you drink, what do you win? You win nothing. <laughs> Excellent. You lose the night and you lose the next day. Wow. What do we think of that? That's true. 8, 12, 15 <laughs> for the hungover. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. Now, now, come on, gents. Um, I love gents. Creaky. What's that? It's creaking again. Oh, you creaking? creaking sorry. Oh, okay. So, so um, what's, oh, when, you, when you drink, what do you win? That was Florian's last bit of Yeah, wisdom. Florian the driver, that was his, the wisdom that he imparted to me. He said, yeah. when you drink, what do you win? You win nothing. We should just say that he was driving you rather than you were attending a casino. Yeah. <laughs> what do you win? Well, I'm all out. Yeah. Um, and some drinks you ha- have a competition, <laughs> you know, like a can of something and it's got a competition and you pull the thing and all if right, it's got um, a certain symbol, then you win. I, I, That's true. If it was a promotional you, yes, drink, a you promotional would win. <laughs> Yeah. But I would have felt really petty bringing that up with yeah, him. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. For some reason. But you have a better way with people than me. <laughs> Depends on the people, Gav. <laughs> As we well know. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I once had a taxi driver who uh, insisted that people's expectations from a relationship were wrong. Um, and he said, you know, a lot of people... They expect to be compatible a hundred percent. And he was going, a hundred percent is just not realistic. Seventy mm. percent. <laughs> and he kept, he kept discussing relationships in the percentage that people should expect to get on. And I was sort of tempted to have. Are you sure sixty-eight? No, sixty-eight. Yeah. No. Seven, seventy-two. <laughs> Me and my wife. I don't know if I couldn't begin to put a percentage on how much my wife so- and I are compatible. But he thought. Seventy was all as right. Long as you, so, what did he mean? As long as you got on seventy-five percent, seventy percent of the time, or that you would say your personalities were seventy percent aligned? Yeah, he thought okay. that the uh, reason for divorce is that people thought that they were going to be a hundred percent aligned, and that they weren't. They were seventy percent aligned, and that he should just. You, the other thirty percent, you should give somebody a break, like <laughs> let them walk out the room and do what they want for a bit, you know, rather than going, "Come on, let's get on." That's what he thought was the problem. Do you know what? I I take ten percent. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You're listening to The Frank Skinner Show. Frank's not here this morning. I'm Emily Dean. You can text the show on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And, um, and speaking of Twitter... That was Gareth Richards, by the way. Hello, everybody. Uh, many tweets we're having in. One of the many, many tweets we've received. <laughs> Good. Oh, can I just say, we read each and every one of your tweets. They're a pleasure but, to read. But not out on the show. But yeah. not... <laughs> Publicly, it would take too long, wouldn't it? It, would take it depends on the tweet, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, and um, we don't get too much abuse. <laughs> no. As really. Um, and this is from Kevin G Conroy, and he, his question is: Has Frank lost interest in the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's a big question. I don't think so. He's busy doing he's, his he's portfolio got, career as Chancellor of the Exchequer. Very committed to the show. 
Got a lot of He's very committed. Yeah. He has great love no. for us. He's our big daddy. He's plates. not going to leave us orphaned. I just made a mistake there. I what did you say? He's got a lot of plates in the air, but it's plates spinning and balls in the air, isn't it? That's <laughs> you don't the, want plates the, in the air. They're, they're all going to come the, crashing uh, down. Exactly. <laughs> they're the juggling analogies that people use. That's not good. And I was talking about my driver earlier, Florian. Oh, yeah. And I had a very nice tweet from one of my regulars, Annie QPR, who says, wonderful Florian. I do hope your dinner date wasn't a letdown after such wisdom and entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) It was lovely, Annie. But um, Florian is quite the man. Mm. I mean, you know, I recommend him. Yeah, speaking of driver wisdom, I was in a taxi the other day and on one side there was a cemetery. It's a big cemetery that's in Bournemouth and then the other side it's all houses. And And the driver said to me, do you know that uh, none of the people who are in these houses are allowed to be buried in that cemetery? I was like, really? Why not? He said, oh, because they're alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's got material. He's got jokes. That's a bit of local. Driver's got local jokes, Al. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I was like, did you write that? (laughs) Were you feeling well gel of the driver? (laughs) I was was like, stuff. I said, I mean, I think that's not bad. (laughs) Great. To be honest. I was like, that's good material. He goes, yeah, it's a good icebreaker, you know, get get a conversation going. Well, it's like when my mother was in Manchester and she said, what's the population of Manchester? And he said, well, there's four in our house for a start. (laughs) (laughs) Decent material. (laughs) Come on, drivers of the world, come forward. I mean, you say, you know, Spank got other fish to fry with these drivers out there. (laughs) It's competitive, I tell you. So um, what else has been happening? Well, um, big news this week. Um, It's been all over the papers is that Prince William... Um, did some dancing. Okay, <laughs> thanks for that result. news update. <laughs> it's been all do, over the place. I do want to get back to the dancing okay. because I've studied it quite forensically, mm. as you can imagine. Powder blue shirt picked up on the way to uh, Euston Station. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back in a bit. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We were talking about Prince William. Yes. Yeah, so you were specifically, Gareth. Poor old Prince William. He had First a, time that's ever been said. <laughs> he had a lad's <laughs> holiday away yeah. in um, Verbier in um, Switzerland. Is that how you say it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like your confidence you know, <laughs> in this story. Yeah, a lot of question marks in a sentence that doesn't need any. I suspect when he got on that plane, he said... In a kind of joking way, he said to one of his mates, Guy or Monty, leave your ball and chain at home. I think. I suspect he did. Um, They went away um, skiing and um, there's some um, controversy about it because it was Commonwealth Day. Yeah, that's right. And so the royals were getting together to go to a Commonwealth Day service. Yeah. Um, Not Wales. Do you guys do anything for Commonwealth Day? <laughs> oh, I didn't do much for this year's Commonwealth Day. I have a Commonwealth party. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Not many people turned up this year. Everyone was skiing. We had a low-key Commonwealth Day in our house this year. But so that people are saying he's shirking his duties. The Daily Mail were especially vexed about him going mm-hmm. on holiday because they said... The Queen considers Commonwealth Day as one of the most important dates in the Royals' yeah. calendar. And I thought, well, who cares what their grand thinks? Like, 
My gran thinks the countdown conundrum's an important part of the day, but I don't. Like, I don't spend any time worrying about Also, in fairness, I think this was kind of sweet justice because the Queen has to basically, on Commonwealth Day, endure a lot of bad dancing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And now we've had to see William doing it. But, I mean, I don't know where to begin when it comes to the dancing. He was powder in, blue shirts? It, powder blue shirts. That's where you're going to begin, I'm certain. Friendship bracelets? Oh, they love a, oh, they love a friendship bracelet. The Gap Year oh. Royals, they I've love it. I've talked about that before, though. That's their version of the all-inclusive holiday wristband, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like they're, they're so rich. They're just... I, I'm, I'm Prince, and they just put their hand up. Yeah. Not Prince. He's the Prince. The Prince. Ah, <laughs> Prince. I'll tell you what, I'm going to get me some lads time. I love the lads. Mm. Why has he got a powder blue shirt on a skiing holiday? Surely you want knitwear. Because they don't have any leisure wear. What's he's not going to you... crack out a Yeezy hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Is seen he? what he wears normally? He wears full regalia. Yeah, full uniform he wears with like medals on. Like that is so dressed down. A cash brunch is taking the ermine crown off. He wears a dinner jacket to bed. <laughs> Much like Top Cat. Yeah. And Frank, rumour have it, has it. So there's a bit, they've they, there are two videos doing the rounds. Yes. Mm-hmm. One, yes, I have analysed them forensically in the manner of Helen Mirren, in yes. prime suspect. <laughs> in Exhibit A, your witness, he is standing under a light mm. with a sort of pink tinge and yes. dancing to I Got Five on it. Mm-hmm. Would either of you care to... Do you know how that goes, that chick? I'm, I'm not really a musical artist. I Got Five on it. <laughs> there we go. But Beautiful. he's right underneath the spotlight. Mm. Don't do that if you're getting a bit threadbare in the top cupboard. Well, yes, indeed. No, that, that's true. Like bad lighting. I did feel that the Twitter commenters who were saying it's fine for him to let his hair down. That, that <laughs> should have sailed. Frank Skinner on the radio. We were talking about Prince William. Yes. And his dad dancing. Now, can I step up to the plate for Prince William just for a moment? Wow. <laughs> sure. No, I, that's what you're after, is it? I <laughs> Playing the long game. It's all gone a bit David Beckham. <laughs> I think he's pretty good at dancing. Wow. Now, I, I thought his moves looked all right. Yeah, that is good. What if I was wrong? I, like, I don't dance. I've lost the power all. of speech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dance because no. it doesn't look good. And I've never seen a man dance and thought, oh, maybe I should dance, because he looks amazing. But I thought oh, he was doing pretty well. Ricky Martin, shake a boom boom. Yeah, but that's not going to happen for me. <laughs> you can't think. Well, it might yeah. happen for you. It's not going to happen for me with Ricky Martin. Let's leave that one there. That was a big disappointment to me. Yes. I, so, I don't see what this, yeah, he's a pretty good dancer. Well, you don't think it's bad? I, think I didn't pretty think it good. was bad or good. I thought, I mean, I think it pretty good is over-egging him. I think, I think oh, he come got, on. He, he was doing the air traffic controller <laughs> hand movement. He's military. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of his life, isn't he it? He drives an air ambulance. Just be glad he didn't have two table tennis bats <laughs> one in each hand. He may as well have, Al. He was doing air push-ups. I know you're a fan of a I'll gym. Tell you, I'll tell you what he was doing. What? He was putting his hands in the air like he just don't care. <laughs> and if, you, if yeah. there is a time and a place in life to not care. It's when you're a prince. 
before you're a king. He was not like, under the pink lighting the with the bald spot there. I've said it. No euphemisms. I've said it. He was dancing. It's gone. Like there was, the hair's gone. He was dancing like there was no one watching. <laughs> we can have one rule for the royals and one Good for point. everybody else. Can I give you a piece of life advice? Mm-hmm. Sure. In the manner of Florian, <laughs> never dance like there is no one watching. <laughs> Always yes. assume you have an audience of at least a thousand when you're You've dancing. Written the whole really massive bit of advice there. <laughs> never dance like no one's watching. I think that's true. I think that it's a bad advice. Dance like no one's watching. I think this driver has swayed you whole ideology and philosophy of life because I think you're discounting some important key bits of life wisdom. All I will say when it comes to dad dancing, I do have strong views on this Mm. because I have seen the dad at a barbecue Mustang Sally bootcut jean and a sneaky Peroni we've all been there I mean come on and there's just a certain type of music and I think he got excited, he heard a bit of dad hip hop and that I got five on it is a bit dad hip hop. So, Alan, I can see you're objecting I'm facially. I'm agonised by this constant use of the phrase dad dancing. <laughs> agonised. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. I feel sorry. And I know, I know they're a tiny, tiny constituency. But what about like professional dancers who are also dads? Whenever they hear the phrase dad dancing, they must think, I'm really good at dancing. Why are people saying that my dancing's rubbish? We have to stand up for minorities. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you're putting it out there yeah. for the privileged male. I think, I mean, he also danced, William. Okay, he danced to Pharrell, who I believe Frank calls Farrell, yeah. in an attempt to make him sound a bit more West Bromwich. Farrell. Um, he Again, danced... if anybody in the world can dance to the song Happy Now, it's, it's a prince. I thought you were going to say it's Frank. No, no. Um, although Frank famously, I mean, Frank's now very famously associated with dancing in his pants. And and judging dancing, he's yeah. always, you know. He's, he's all about the dance. I just think you've got to be careful with the dad dancing. In fact, yeah. I would like our uh, lovely readers to text in on eight twelve fifteen for the kind of, I want to know the ultimate dad dancing songs. They may have incidents, but those songs that you associate with dad dancing, I've got Mustang Sally, mm. definitely. I'll take you Mustang Sally and I'll raise you I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt. <laughs> Oh, wow. Powder, powder blue shirt. <laughs> I've got to say that's going to be hard to top. If you can top uh, the cockerels, I'm too sexy for my shirt, then text in on 812.15. Frank Skinner on the radio. We're talking about Prince William and his... Um, person who has children dancing. Let me just say... Because Alan uh, got offended by the phrase dad dancing. I also got offended by Piers Morgan uh, in the newspaper saying that William well, was... He'll be very upset to hear that because he hates offending people. Yeah, yeah, he's a really circumspect <laughs> guy, isn't he? Um, he, he said that uh, William was dancing like a raver, unquote. Yes. And I thought, what raves have you been to, Piers Morgan? <laughs> Where there's I mean, a guy uh, in a powder blue shirt <laughs> with his hands in the air like a bit of a dork. That is saying, hey, lads, that, come on. That sounds like a brilliant rave, Piers. I mean, it was hardly <laughs> Bez, was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> come Some on. Some guy with Vicks Vapor rub on inside a beekeeper's helmet or something I, like that. I believe. That's a real rave. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Alan talks about his dark past. <laughs> I believe he used the phrase gallivanting like a raver. Did he? Which is very what your nan would say. That's my mum would say she loves gallivanting. Yeah. No, I, I think we can agree that wasn't very Happy Mondays. We've had many mood. suggestions. For, oh, yeah, we were talking um, about dad dancing, the ultimate dad dancing anthems. Go on. Yeah, uh, the safety dance, Men Without Hats, the ultimate dad dance song from 111. 
okay. I mean, I suppose so. I would say that was more of the um, your thinking, Dad. I would say that was more your bookish, Dad. But anyway, uh, baggy trousers always a hit oh, with the men in my family at gatherings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could be a suggestion for a song, or it could just be that the men in her family always wear baggy trousers to <laughs> gatherings. Yeah, no, I definitely I'm going to let baggy trousers. You're going to let I'm going to let you have that. It's all quite clothing based, isn't it? Men <laughs> without hats, baggy trousers, <laughs> powder blue shirts, <laughs> House of Pain, jump around. That's yes, oh, that's so bad. That's because they're men of a certain age. Mm. If they jump around, it will be House of Pain. Also, <laughs> the following morning they'll be on the Neurofen. Dad's having a final little moment before they've got to get home for the babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> jump around comes on. They like a sweet home, Alabama. Oh. Good. Mine would be Stronger by Kanye West. <laughs> that I would pay to see. That is going to get me on the dance floor. Um, Gareth, do you ever dance then? Never. Have you ever danced? Only by myself. Well, how does that I work? I always dance like there might be someone watching, oh, so I, I make sure no one is. You see, I can see Alan being a bit of a uh, da- ravey Davy type back um, in the day. Oh, you remember when Peter Crouch used to do his famous robots? That's yeah. that's what I bring to the dancing party. Is a sort of a slightly robotic movement. American okay. Pie, awful memories of Woeful Dad's dancing to this at a wedding. Hilarious from Joe and Connor. That's, that's not a big dancing song, is it? <laughs> that's not <laughs> everyone slippage. on the dance floor. <laughs> I tell you what, green, green sleeves, come on. Um, um, oh, come on. Hi guys. When my husband and I got married, my friend Neil, the dad of two girls, did a spectacular dad dance to "You Can't Touch This" by MC Hammer. Stop having time. I hope he was wearing chinos at the from time. Eunice. Mm. Can I just also ask you another question, mm-hmm. which is the whole idea of him going on holiday, Wills, when there are two kids at home. I mean, how, I don't have two children at home. I have a puppy, as we've established, but you know, he'll be fine. He'll go in the kennels. How, uh, and I don't think that's um, those arrangements are available for children. <laughs> how would you feel about that? How, what do you, what do we think about this idea of him going on the lads' holiday anyway? Yeah, I resent all this, or oh, leaving a wife and two children <laughs> for home. Like I've come here today, and I've left a wife and two children at home. I've left Laura by herself at home Finally. to look after two children. And you know, this is you know work, but it's also fun. Do you know what I mean? You have to live a life. <laughs> you all right, Gareth? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> also, it makes her sound really useless. Like, yeah. oh, she's yeah. at home with the kids. And I'll be honest, industry secret, I think she might have help. Okay. I just think there might be help. Like, she might have prearranged that her sister comes around and makes a sandwich, or maybe there's some other staff around. I don't know. You know I've got what a I'm loving? There's help. You and Gareth, it's all gone a bit dads on the rampage. <laughs> Mustang Sally. That's next. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah. We are talking, well, we were talking about Prince William, but I realised you're the guest in the house. Me? Gareth Richards? Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Gareth? What have you been up to? Oh, so much has been going on with me. Okay. Busy, busy, busy. I'd like you to maintain the reference of yourself as Gareth Richards all the way through this. (laughs) Is it an anecdote involving you in a supermarket? Because they tend to be. I've I've done so many things, but yes, I have been shopping. This is the big news. Um, I went sh- and this never fails to make me happy. As I, you know, as I get, I'm getting, I'm a dad. I'm yeah. getting older. 
We're all getting older. We're all getting older. When you say you've been shopping, do you mean retail therapy or uh, like, you know, big basket full of foodstuffs? Yes, no, retail, uh, like buying things to make myself feel better, that does not happen. That sounds a bit worrying. That doesn't happen. No, that does not happen. Oh, okay. Um, I don't advise it either. Spending money tends to make me anxious. Okay. Yeah, no, I can see that, Gareth. I can see yeah, that. Quite weak. Yeah. Um. So where do you go? So, yeah, I can see Gareth. Yeah, I just need to go and uh, get some retail therapy. Going to uh, Morrison's. Bernardo's. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what's happened? So I was in Sainsbury's and um, doing a big shop, which slightly adds to the weirdness. Also, Gareth's anecdotes always sound like the beginning of a Kirsty McCall song, I find. <laughs> go on. Um, and... Uh, it's very exciting, guys. I got ID'd. I was buying wow. two bottles of wine. Wow. Wow. And I got ID'd. What was the wine? They asked for, um, I think, ten, probably... Ten pounds uh, of Jacob's Creek. Chardonnay. Okay. <laughs> I tend to um, Which is a... not go straight to Jacob's Creek, because sometimes it's not on offer. Okay. And, um... <laughs> it's, a, it's a very decent wine, yeah, by the way. Fine. Thank you. They're considering sponsoring the show. That's unlikely. As anyway, let's not get into that whole murky area. Um, Gareth. Yes. Um, and I mean that's a big deal, isn't it? I mean, I'm 37 years old. 37. 37 Ooh, we bring years old. Ages. Let's not do that. <laughs> don't worry, Em. Don't okay. spook. Okay. <laughs> 42. Why not? I'm not it. a horse. We're not going to go around the group. Don't worry don't about it. We've yeah, done it. No, I've, gone, I've gone around. <laughs> 37. 42. <clears throat> oh, is that the time? <laughs> 37. 42. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so I was ID'd trying to buy alcohol at 37 years old. And so what is the... Do you know what the cut-off is? 18. 18. Oh, I know that it... In like Flynn there. There's an age where they have to <laughs> wow. ask you still if you're not over... 21. Is it, is it 25? 25. Sarah. 20, you see that? I don't understand. So Sarah, do one of the uh, millennial correspondents on the show, mm-hmm. it has just... Uh, she motioned 25. Is that correct? I didn't understand what Gareth's question was. The age that yes, you're... So no, no, if, that, if you seem like you're... If they're not sure that you're over 25, they have to ask you. Right. So that's the rule. It's not just over 18 or even 21. 21-year-olds, if they're buying alcohol and they don't get ID'd, they should be a bit miffed because it means they look over 25. But 25 seems quite old. I mean, my worst drinking years were behind me by then. (laughs) Me too. I'd done my partying. No, they weren't, actually. They weren't. Sorry. (laughs) I was just getting going at 25, looking back at it. I was going down memory lane there. Anyway, enough about me. I'm always thrilled to be ID'd and I'm never put off by how qualified I think the cat cashier is to make that call (laughs) how old was the cashier the cashier i mean he was older than me but i i i stand by my belief that those people the one thing they definitely need to do is be able to tell how old people are and that they're not too young to buy alcohol Anything that made me suggest they're unqualified, I, I dismiss. And you I don't think, think that he was concerned fair. about something else, like a scanner or like no, he has a rogue tab- lettuce <laughs> that was down by those. I mean, do you ever get off for ID, Al? No, oh. and in fact, I've got. Uh, well, you no longer buy alcohol. No, I don't. But also a couple of bits of um, stand. I'm now at the age where, when I mention my age on stage, the whole crowd go. Mm-hmm. 
Now I've noticed when I mention my age, which I don't, <clears throat> um, but on the rare occasions I do, people just say, "All right." <laughs> yeah. They don't say, "Oh, you don't look it." It's fine. Yeah. I'm comfortable with it. And uh, hey, we're all special in our own little way. Aren't yeah. We? No, but I was delighted, and also then you have to show the ID, and you're like, "Look, look how old I am!" Excellent. And you got it wrong. You I'm must really have been old. so excited. The unusual thing about it that it uh, about it. The, the, the unusual the thing for me mm. was that I was with my children. <laughs> okay. So I had a five-year-old and a seven-year-old with me. And what's confusing about that is, I mean, I guess I could have had children quite young. So yeah. if he thinks I'm 25 or, un, you know, just under 20, I look under 25, yeah. I could have had a seven-year-old just about. That's one, one way. But then the other way to look at it is he thought I looked so young that he thought we were a gang. <laughs> Yeah. Like a sort of Stranger Things guy. Yeah, and I was just the one who they thought we thought we got we thought I looked the oldest out of us. So you think you look about nine? So I don't know which because it doesn't. Did you all have bikes or something yeah, tied up outside? <laughs> I just want to say, Gareth, this is a truly great day for you. If that's true, and that man did think that, yeah. all I can say is, congratulations, well done. Some mistake. This is the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. I'm not Frank. I'm Emily Dean. You can text the show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'm here with Gareth Richards. Hello. I'm here with Alan Cochran. I'm Frank- not Frank. No, you're not Frank either. We we love him and we miss him, but he's otherwise engaged. Gareth, are you Frank? I'm Gareth Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else has anyone been co- contacting us from the outside world? Um, yes, um, 171 got in touch to say it's Ask 21 in England and Ask 25 in Scotland. Oh, what's this that we were talking earlier about Yeah, opinion. when you were asked for your ID? I it was a rugby score momentarily, <laughs> but it's not. Yes. If anyone working in an alcohol uh, shop out there, alcohol shop off licence, <laughs> wants to ask my age, I'd be really happy. Hmm. I won't tell them. Ask your age. <laughs> in, I won't tell them. Dave in Grimsby has said, I stopped getting asked for ID at 15 years old. Wow. That's what Grimsby will do to a man. No so when they ask you for the ID, which it's been, a, it's been a while, I won't lie, do they say to you, how old are you? In an accusatory fashion. Yeah. Or do they just say, oh, are you over 25? Say, how old are you? And then when you say the number, they go, prove it! <laughs> like that. Just, they go, like, really how much? Passive aggressive. Um, I, I'll tell you what we haven't talked about this morning, boys. I think you know what I'm going to say. Um, I don't architecture. Know. No. Gareth Richards. No. We've <laughs> talked about you quite enough. Oh, okay. There's a few news stories out there, but one of my favourites was oh. the. I, I think I've guessed already. What is it? Hashtag GBBO. Golf British Bake Off. <laughs> yes, with Noel Fielding. Indeed. Hello. Yeah. I mean, absolute scenes, as I believe the millennials say. Curveball. Curveball booking. Apparently George Osborne turned it down yeah. um, based on being too busy. He said, I've already got six jobs. And yeah. they said, oh, OK, we'll go with Noel Fielding. 
I mean, to quite frank, who knew? Noel Fielding and cakes. Well, that looks slightly... like he hasn't eaten in 20 years. I feel for Noel Fielding today because uh, the papers are full of people who've turned down the job that he's just got. <laughs> like, it must be an awful... I just think oh. I'll just have a coffee and flick through the... Ta- oh, Who turned it down? Do well, you, they like... did ask George Osborne to host George this show Osborne. before I decided Nine to. Nine people but... said no to it and I've said, yes, what's wrong with me that I'd like the sound of it? Well, I think people maybe thought it was a somewhat toxic property. Yes. Because of the history. And I think the thing about Noel Fielding, I mean, I'm pleased he's got the job because mm. I really like Noel Fielding. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's the kind of person that a lot of people would shout weirdos at. <laughs> and I think as, I want people like that to get as many jobs as possible. Yes. Because I think that's good. We've got enough men in coach driver sleeve shouting lefties. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's not you. You have got coach driver sleeves. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's a good appointment. I mean, I think what was strange about it was that he doesn't... He looks like the last time he went uh, near to an oven was when he was lighting a cigarette off it, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Or he, he looks a bit like he might sort of live in some sort of old coal furnace oven. <laughs> he's got an otherworldly vibe. It's, him and, it's going to be him and Sandy Toxvig. He said They're he worked in a cake shop, though. Oh, really? Well, that got my suspicions. Cake shop. Hmm. Well, he it's called ca- it a cake shop. Does he mean a bakery? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, he called it a cake shop. Does and mean a cake shop? He said he got sacked for lying on the floor because he, and he was eating. He was eating the merchandise lying on the floor. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a problem. <laughs> well, why was he lying on the floor? Yeah, on day one. <laughs> Get your feet under the table a bit first before you start eating the merch. I mean, That's no, I don't I want to cast aspersions. Was it because of the, the cakes that you were lying on the floor? <laughs> Big night. Um, Big yeah. night before, first day at work. And what did Florian say about alcohol? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not suggesting. I mean, he's a bit of a party animal, but <clears> I think it's a good, a good booking. It's what I believe is called a disruptive booking. Do you know about this? Uh, No. Okay. I'm guessing. So like a booking that's going to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a buzzword they use in Silicon Valley, disruptive. Ah. And they use it to apply to things like new technology, things oh, that are truly innovative. Like they say, let's do something disruptive. In a good way. Exactly. Like right, yeah, yeah. So he's disruptive in a good way. Yeah. He's definitely, he's going to be surreal. Yes, well, the person, the person who... Unicorn wa- flapjacks. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um... What were you going to say, Gareth? You may speak. Shampoo, hairdresser, brownies. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at that sort of thing. Okay. Um, the person who's weighed in on it is Serge from um, Kasabian. Yes, that's his good friend, who's also no a friend of... from Noel, so they've asked... I guess he looks similar. Yeah. <laughs> they're just all friends with people with the same haircuts as them. You have to have that hair, which means, on a good day, with the right amount of Elnet hairspray... I can go a bit that way. Oh, a bit Dorian good. Birds of a Feather. Excellent. I'm in with a shout as well. Brilliant. You could get a spin-off there. These are, these are my new friends. <laughs> nice. Sergio said, if Salvador Dali can do a chocolate ad, he can do Bake Off, which is um, b- bizarre to liken him to one of the greatest artists of all time. <laughs> yeah. but, um, well, I know what he means, though. Yeah, I think he's surreal. worried that people are going to be saying he's kind of sold out doing yes. that. Just yeah. you need to make sure none of the clocks melt. Yes. Timing's <laughs> very important for Bake Off. I also, I don't want him putting on any weight because skinny jeans are part of his brand. Oh, yeah, you don't want him having like a big 
um, muffin top in a bad way. Obviously, there'll be muffins, but I don't know though. He's just going to have to swap the skinny jeans for the elasticated waistband. Back of a Sunday supplement. Edge comes to us all. Frank <laughs> Skinner on the radio. We're talking about Noel Fielding, the golf British Bake Off host, the new host. Surprise and booking. Yeah. I think. Um, but they're all surprise bookings, aren't they? Except for Paul Hollywood. So who are the about. other ones in it? Sandy Toxvic. Oh, I love a Paul bit of Toxvic. Yeah, I think everyone loves Toxvic. Paul Hollywood um, was already there. He's entrenched, I think you'd say. He's and, a bit uh, of a dad dancer. Um, yeah, I think. He He's a bit Mustang he'd Sally. Get, he'd get up on the dance floor, wouldn't he? With a brown no, slip-on shoe and a fl- and a boot cut, bleached jeans, definite boot cut, foot tapping, and um, and the cookery writer and presenter Prue Leith. Yes, that's uh, right. That is quite a foursome, isn't it? I just I don't oh, I don't, don't know what that. any <laughs> I don't know what any of those four have got in common <laughs> other than that they're the new hosts of Great British Bake Off. What are they going to talk about during the recording breaks? I can't think of anything. It well, just that's the, why I like the disruptive casting of Noel Fielding. It is disruptive. Sandy Tick, yes, I can see that working. I can see Prulith. I can see Paul Hollywood even Mustang Sally. Sandy Toxvic said a nice thing where she said, "I'm already on." Um, uh, Channel 4 in the afternoon so it'd be nice to be there in the evening as if it's all live like yeah. she's just going to roll it in I'll just bring two outfits yeah <laughs> yeah she's of a certain age she's playing the game I, I like it. it she's I, everywhere I, I love that about Toxvig but he's um, yeah he's an interesting character isn't he Noel and I think it's nice and good for them to have someone on TV as I was saying earlier who's not he's just not a basic bloke was it him that said that uh Salvador Dali did a chocolate advert, or was that said on his behalf? I think. Well, it... uh, should we go over to Gareth, our Serge from Kasabian correspondent? Gareth, <laughs> yeah, so have this, a scene. This just in, it was Noel's close friend, <laughs> um, Serge Pizzorno, um, from the band Kasabian, and he said, he said Noel phoned him up to have a chat about it. Brilliant. Because when you need wisdom yeah mm. if you haven't got a driver to hand <laughs> if you haven't got a florian you go scroll a, down to the s's for a rock star <laughs> like when noel fielding looks for wisdom he goes to a rock star brilliant who looks yeah. almost identical to himself <laughs> we well gareth you may mm. not know this apologies for the name dropping uh-huh. uh title of my autobiography <laughs> that but, would be a great yeah title. He sat next to uh, me and Frank at Wimbledon Surge from Kasabian. Oh. He wasn't very All England Tennis Club, but I like that. Yeah. And at one point during the proceedings, uh, at a tense match point moment, he said to Frank, he, and I think Frank offered him a Palmer Violet. Oh. <laughs> Frank had got some free sweets because he loves a freebie. And he said, uh, Palmer Violet, Serge. <laughs> Serge went, no, thanks. <laughs> wasn't bothered for it. No, I don't listen to that rubbish. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is it Northern? I don't know. I'm not Leicester. quite sure. Leicester. Leicester. Oh, was he from oh, Leicester? Quite a tricky accent, Leicester. Very yeah. specific. Very. Leicester. Leicester. I can't do it. I lived in Leicester for seven years. Can't do it. Wow. Well, whereas normally Work I'm harder. like a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> you're, in fact, I've heard you're the man, man of, of one voice, voice, aren't I can, you? I can do David Mitchell. Hello, everyone. I'm David Mitchell. <laughs> I'm not sure do you know you what? It's, it's like he's in the room. <laughs> Frank Skinner on the radio. So we were going to talk about. I mean, I just did a bit of breathing, which I didn't oh, like on the mic. Mm. I just think it's not a very nice way to open a link, is it? Me going. <sighs> <laughs> Some people might have loved that bit of that link. How oh, do you but, think so? Yeah, you know, okay. heavy breathing fans. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> um, I mean, 
this week, was it this week or the last couple of weeks, just the most wonderful thing that's happened to me in a very long time. Is this about wow. you being ID'd when buying alcohol okay. again? Can we Since just... Then. <laughs> hear you, hear you. <laughs> Going over to the um, Surge from Kasabian correspondent, Gareth Richards. <laughs> Is I don't share a lot of viral videos, but when I saw the Kelly... I'm very glad to hear it. The, the Kelly family video about the guy... Is he in South Korea? No, he's a South Korean expert, isn't mm. he, that guy? Um, yes. But anyway, he's I doing a political expert. Washington or something, I'm not he's, sure. He's doing a um, video on Skype with the BBC and mm. then his family invade in the background oh, and, yeah. and what I wanted to just you say his family I say my <laughs> spirit animal Marion Kelly with the yellow jumper but we'll get back to her and why I think it's a video for our times is he starts off the clip starts with him saying scandals happen all the time the question <laughs> is how do democracies respond to those scandals <laughs> And then what happens next is just the perfect, like, visual image of that. Yes. Where, um, A visual repost. <laughs> his little girl, str- like, it's the brilliant contrast between how serious and professional he is <laughs> and then how completely carefree and jaunty his yes. little girl struts in doing a little dance and how does he deal with the scandal <laughs> he tries to push it behind him he suppresses it Gareth. he tries to suppress it and go and, and and so the next video's come out which is them talking to the family and he's explaining it and yeah. that's really lovely and he says there were toys behind him <laughs> well, he was that's to... a lie Sean Spicer because there weren't there were six books on that table another video I've studied forensically <laughs> She comes in, she has the sort of manner of a young Liam Gallagher when she walks in. Yeah. She's swaggering. Sunshine. I almost expect her to say sunshine. Love it. She is extraordinary, this child. I absolutely love her. Have you seen her clothes? Yes. Press conference too. She had a Burberry trench on and she's four. Did she? Yes, a belted Burberry trench. Absolutely fantastic. I absolutely love her. But you're right, she does. She defines the word jaunty, Gareth. She's amazing. And he he deals with it. I mean, I sort of feel quite sorry for him because he's tried to pretend that he's very professional and I'm in an office live, coming live to you with my special news reports and I'm very intellectual. (laughs) (laughs) And then old Sunshine comes strolling in and it's all gone. I love That's it. it. I, I watch this clip mainly to <laughs> learn how to parent. <laughs> because, because if that was me, there would be an awful viral video where I took. Get out of my office! I'm doing a video for the BBC! How many times? Like, I mean, it would just be awful. Awful. And there would be category C swear words. Everything. <laughs> well, while while we were trying to do that link, OJ Borg came into my line of view. And he's distracting, I won't lie. He's disruptive. True. So I was going to shout at him, but I won't. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're talking about Professor Kelly. Yes. And his rather marvellous family. And it's strange because, I mean, obviously they've become something of a sensation. Mm, And he seemed a rather reluctant celebrity to begin with. (laughs) Oh, he's taken to it now like a duck to water. He's loving it. Well, yeah, they'll be getting the deals now, won't they? 
Oh yeah. What the? What are they? I mean, what they're going to sponsor? Well, they'll be child-based, won't they? Yes. Oh yeah, like the little walker that the baby's yeah. in. There'll be the something stuff. like yeah. that. Door locks. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Actually, if you could text us in on eight twelve fifteen, if you could yeah, think of any sponsorship deals that could be thrown the Kelly family's way, that would be good. Yeah, something to do with keeping children out of the room. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much money there is in the child gate. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of a... Put something heavy against the door. It's done. Hmm. Was that I've what you do? Throat. Can you hear that? I should yeah. clear it, really, but I'm tempted to just... Oh, please, like uh, yeah. that, do it show. off the mic. Is that please. vocal fry? I think uh, they call it vocal fry. Oh, please don't fry. do that, Alan. It's absolutely disgusting. Alan, please don't do that. <laughs> it's kind Excuse of a, a mark of... It's a mark of how I'm things back. have gone with the internet, is that... For like for ten minutes, everyone thought it was hilarious and loved it, and then people started saying abusive father the way he treats those children. And well, as Alan has said, if he's an abusive father, we are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. There was some. Um, there was also someone having a bit of a rant, saying that I'm sorry. Excuse me if I don't find this funny. I admit. <laughs> I'm, I admit that I'm imposing a tone on this fi- yeah. article, which wasn't necessarily <laughs> present, mm-hmm. but that's how it, I felt as if it was written. And uh, mm-hmm. the lady concerned was saying, I mean, this just sums up the patriarchy to me. <laughs> this <laughs> is the patriarchy and everything I hate about it. Mm. This The poor woman is running around looking after the children while the man's in the office. The man is not in an office. The man is in a little room off the kitchen <laughs> pretending he has an office. Yeah. I felt quite sorry for the man. He tried to pretend he had a nice study and it was all professional. Yeah. And then sunshine comes in, <laughs> followed by baby in the stroller going... Rah! And followed he, by yeah, manic yeah. mother. And he makes a very good point, is that... He says, we don't lock the door. The kids are allowed to come in the office very well. And that was very clearly not a child who was frightened of her father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't fearing <laughs> She was as frightened of her father you as I am of Frank. Yeah. Yeah. It was, in, in fact, I'd like to think it's sort of much like the show when Frank's are. It sums up my contribution on the show, the girl in the yellow jumper. But he, he said this, Professor Kelly, afterwards. He said, I'm a little bit wary of the fallout for my academic credentials. <laughs> Oh, come on, mate. Just as we were warming to you, now I think you're terrible. Yeah, sorry. Come on. Don't be, don't be like that. No, his wife said people should just enjoy it and not argue, and I think we should all embrace that m- mantra. Yeah. For Do you know the what? I think that general. is a very good piece of life advice. Yeah. Is his wife called Florian by any chance? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So we were talking about the Kelly family. We were. Uh, because they've done an interview about the interview <laughs> that got them all the attention. I find yeah. that one less fun to watch, aren't they? It's not as funny. It's I mean, the kids are longer. kicking off still. Yes. I found it more predictable. <laughs> yeah. Well, older Marion in the trench coat. <laughs> There's no stopping that well, one. I think they need some older generation people to stumble in. They need some extra family members, <laughs> maybe uh, yes. insane well, grandmother. Well, original grandmother. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not quite a sequel, is it? They've not raised the stakes. No. Anyway. And so at the end, um, the, um, the same news presenter who's asking, did the original vi- um, 
interview says um, I had a um, suggestion on Twitter that uh, maybe you should buy your wife a spa date uh, to thank you for all thank her for all the work she did in that video filthy creep and I hate that I think he should and he was very gracious but I would have been like yeah that's an interesting I've got an idea I've got an idea why doesn't everyone mind their own business (laughs) leave us alone and stop judging our family I mean it's just you know poor Prince William all over again also, this he left a wife and two children in the other Gareth's room. Gareth's got a lot of pity yes. for the establishment this morning. You're right, though. It would BBC be great. correspondent. If that, was, <laughs> if that was the Professor Kelly's breaking moment, I, well, I think you should get your wife. What are you getting your wife? <laughs> Look, if Mind he your had, own business. Yeah, he just lost it. If he had any smarts about him, he would buy that spa day. He'd record it. He'd say, "Me and my wife are here enjoying a lovely couple spa day." And yeah. guess who'd be coming in? Yeah, I don't want them to end up being paraded as the uh, comedy family. Well, the children. It was good enough for my childhood, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Wheeled out at dinner parties, two in the morning, do your act. Never did you any harm. Seven years old, you're doing a wedding speech tomorrow for the Times Foreign Correspondent. Thank you. (laughs) Can we just talk about this? Can I just say, stormed it. Well done. (laughs) Alan, over to you. Um, I I did a gig this week, but I had to... Something of a parking nightmare. It was a gig quite close to my home. Oh, um, and a Mancunian I, gig. Yeah, and I recently have had an unfair parking ticket. I was working, I was filming a little thing in a sitcom that's coming out, and I. Ooh. But I, I know about this. Gigs, acting work. I mean, you know, humble brag, everybody. Yeah, yeah. What are we allowed to know? What the sitcom is? Uh, yeah, next week I'll uh, talk about it another time. Okay, but okay. I want to drive through to this. Uh, if you'll drive pardon through, the pun. I, I went to Hartlepool to do the filming and checked into a hotel, okay. and they told me, "Oh, our parking space is across that. there in that bay." Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, I am now. Um, <laughs> But the hotel did not tell me you need to come in and get a voucher. So I parked there, got a ticket, gave the ticket to the hotel the following day saying, oh, you didn't tell me about the voucher. They said, it's all right, we'll sort it out. Month later, I get a ticket, 100 (gasps) quid fine. So then I'm in touch with the hotel. They're not helping. So I've had an unjust parking ticket recently. Cut to last Monday night when I go off to do some new material at a gig. Mm. And I can't find a parking bay that is... I thought it was just going to be on the street, but it was in a big campus thing. Right. And it was all money. So I had to park. I hadn't brought any money. Mm. And I had to leave my car un, unparking ticketed for the whole gig that I was doing. And where did you leave it? Just in the street? I left it in a bay. I left it in the in, bay. as if I'd paid. And I was thinking, I'm going to go back to a ticket. I cannot remember a single word of new material that I tried at that show. <laughs> Because you were so stressed. I was so, so stressed. So you're waiting to go mm. back to the bay. I think this is a good cliffhanger on which to leave it, OK? Well, I think my 12 minutes of jokes were basically parking ticket, parking ticket, parking ticket. I think okay, that's Al, all I said for 12 if, minutes. If you want to find out in a minute whether Alan got a ticket, bear with. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. We left you on something of a cliffhanger... We did. I say right. something because as cliffhangers go, it's, so not, it's not broad church. Car, you left your car in a bay. I left my car in a bay. San Somebody Francisco. had said <laughs> you need to put some cash in. I enjoyed right. that. And I did that thing of walking down to where the venue is, and mm-hmm. then I mentioned to the venue so actually somebody else that I was walking with said to the venue. Your voice staff, is croaky, clear it. Oh, he's um, <laughs> he's parked in. <clears throat> excuse <Thank you>. me. <laughs> 
He's parked in a beer without paying, but is it fine? Like, do they come round? And the mm. guy went, oh, no, they come round a lot. And so, the, like, the <gasps> oh, stakes were raised. You were in a they come round type of scenario. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I was thinking, oh, this is stressful. And But there was also a bit of a, almost a masochistic bit of me that was thinking, well, I've recently got an unfair parking fine for balance, yeah. at least I'll have earned this one. If I get one, it'll mm. be rightful. I'll deserve it. Very complex. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So then I did my 12 minutes of new jokes, which sounded to me like blah, 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 mm. parking ticket, parking ticket, parking ticket. <laughs> All I can think of is parking ticket. Get back to the car. Yeah. No parking <gasps> ticket. Oh. Oh, man. Wow. Do you know what? Almost I'm worth so it. excited for you. <laughs> 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 Almost worth it. And now mm. the unjust Hartlepool uh, parking ticket that I got a couple of months ago. That Has that been cancelled out then? Now Metaphorically I like, speaking. I feel like that's now only 50 quid. When I pay it next week and it's £100, I feel like it's only 50 because I, I should have had two really, shouldn't I? Has this changed your views on there being a creative deity? Who, <laughs> <laughs> because that's a, that's a perfect balance in the universe. Faith into the final no. link of a commercial <laughs> also, radio show. That's what you, I And also, I feel like I've just wandered into the junior common room and two very annoying <laughs> undergraduates are sitting there. Hang on. If you don't mind I'm me saying it. Because oh, I'm in a junior common room. You're and in I can the drive. junior common room, which makes you annoying. Okay, fair <laughs> I was one once. Yeah, it's fine. it's fine. So I'm allowed to say that. Um, well, so how, how are you feeling about all this? Now? Oh, well, it, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? It's almost like, you know, when they say they're oh, losing your wallet and then you find it again and it's worth having lost it because you really appreciate it. I. You know, I feel pretty good about it. Pretty, and you start pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty, good. <laughs> pretty smug and pretty yeah. good. All right about it. Well, I've, I enjoyed your parking anecdote and I'm pleased with you. And, and, and now I understand. That did not sound true, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to me. I mean, you, you have parked that anecdote, anecdote and... Um, yeah, we'll move oh, on with our lovely. Life. Ending on a pun. Well, uh, was it not a pun? Really. Not really. I mean, was what just, was it? It was just a sentence. Something I said. <laughs> Ending another, on a sentence again. Another great autobiography <laughs> title. It was just something I said. Um, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Gareth. Frank will be back with us next Pleasure. week. Be seeing you. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens. Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East. 